All right. Uh, I'm here with Brandon Long. This is the Panhandle Primate Podcast. I'm Dexter Kearley. Um, so I usually start off these with a few announcements. So I'm going to jump in. So the first thing is March 24th, the Panhandle Podcast Meetup. Um, this one will be at the Amarillo Art Institute, um, which is in Sunset Center for people that are in, like familiar with the Amarillo area. But it's a like a super big art school. Pretty badass. Have you ever heard of it? I've been over there. I, I, Have I, you been to the first Friday Art Walk ever? I feel like I, I went, but I didn't really check it out. You I, know what? Aaron was over yep. There. I remember that. I, saw I went with you. Thing. I don't think I went to another. No, I don't think we show. did. I think we went straight because hers was on the outside. Yeah. They have galleries all through the inside of that. Right. But <clears throat> this is an art school, and they're a nonprofit, and they host these art events so that people can take art classes. It's pretty dope. They have like this whole section of looms where they make rugs. Like you can actually learn how to make a rug. Okay. I mean, it's pretty cool, you I know. Mean, but they got some good. Uh, they do some like. They got do pottery classes as well. That'd be cool. Yeah, I want to do. I definitely want to do that. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, it it's crazy because when you see a guy that's actually good at doing it, you're like, oh, that'd be so easy. I can make that bowl. And then you sit down and it's like, nope, it's all over the place. Nope. So anyway, uh, but Labella Pizza is going to be at this event, March 24th, and Brandon Long owns the Labellas. So that's part of the, that was the hookup for the event, you know. Yeah, it was it was some pizza, some pizza. It's good but pizza. so at that event also, we're gonna do a live. I'm gonna do a live podcast with guest Jenny Inzarello. She's from uh, Panhandle uh, Panhandle Plains Public Radio. Pan, Panhandle oh, High Plains Public Radio. That's what it is. I, I was like. I'm missing a letter in there, H-P-P-R, but she does the music in the morning. And um, and then I'm going to have a musical guest, Hayden Pedigo, is going to play, which he's been on the podcast. The name sounds familiar. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on the podcast, and he's got a couple of albums out. And what kind of music is it? It's, um, how, would, how did he... Describe it. It's not ambient music. Maybe it's ambient music. I can't remember. It's like, there's no... There's no lyrics or anything and it and it's almost like a feel like the whole song is like a I don't know it's hard to describe it's really cool it's really cool it's not the reason I I feel like ambient music has like some sort of like a like a frou-frou <laughs> yuppie like you know what? yeah that's what I'm saying and it's not that but it is like just it's um I don't know, man. It's hard to de- it's hard to describe. You need to listen to because it has a bunch of different flares in it as well. Like it's kind of cool listening to his album because it's almost like waves, you know. Yeah. Like it, it almost goes through different genres, you know, while through sure. the whole album. But he does like an o- o- crazy open tunings and stuff on the guitar, so he gets really interesting melodies that you don't normally hear. Yeah. So it's pretty cool, man. I really like make his own guitars and stuff. No, I don't think he makes his. I don't think he makes his own guitars or anything. But yeah, they. Uh, did you listen to that podcast? You should listen to it. It's pretty. I guess I didn't. Know. It's pretty interesting. He talks a little bit about how he does his recording and like how he kind of gets in the zone and and it's always interesting talking to people that are putting art out on how do you get in the zone? How do you produce? Like how do you get to the point where you go from playing around in your bedroom? You know, just making sounds that you like 
to actually having an album out with artwork for it and and it's actually a production it's something that you know you're really putting out in the world so i think people just get there doing it because they love doing it right they yeah just, you just find yourself doing it all the time you know, here you are yeah, you know what I'm saying? talking. Yeah, I love to talk. Doing your podcast. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm yeah. How many deep are you now? Mm. Like 12, mm. 13, 14. Mm. This will be number twenty-one. Dude, twenty-one. A lot then. Yeah, you have. I don't know what I've been doing. Get up. Right, do you have the podcast app? No. All right. This is. A, I'll go ahead. I was going to do this at the end, but I'll go ahead and do this now. So, iPhones have the podcast app, and you can subscribe through iTunes to my podcast. And then it just downloads every week. You don't have to even think about it. It's just okay. on your phone. It's you know? been around for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been around for a long time. But see, that's what's it's amazing to me is there's still – I feel like I'm way behind the ball starting a podcast. But there's still a whole lot of market that people don't even know what a podcast is or anything like that. You know. But yeah, it's just you, you get – you've got an iPhone. You've got the app. I do. Anyway, also another thing that would help me out is if people would do um, – uh, do reviews and rate the podcast. Even if you rate it and you say, you know, I wasn't quite, like the dudes, man, maybe like two or three minutes I enjoyed, but the yeah. majority, you know, say that in the review. Don't I mean, rate this one. so that people, when people click on it, the first thing they do is read the reviews typically. And I want it to be an accurate review. So whatever you think, just put that in there and then just, so be completely honest. I'm not even asking for five star ratings here. I'm just saying be completely I'm just saying be completely honest to make four or five clicks, type in some shit what you think, and I'll read it. I'm going to read it. But it's hard to get uh, data or anything back and I think that that maybe makes you more visible or something on the app. I'm not exactly sure how It's hard to get people to review stuff. Yeah. You know, it I is hard. It is hard. coming here. I don't know, teenagers came in here and ate and uh I told them if they would leave a review, good or bad, I'd buy their drinks for them, you know? They were like, yeah, cool. And so I got them all drinks. There was like eight of them. And uh, never got a review <laughs> from that. That is hilarious. I was like, good one, guys. Yeah. yeah I mean, so, I mean, it's really, for people to take the time out, you know, you really got to leave an impression, I think. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and that's, uh, that's like what we pay with now is attention. Attention is a commodity. A commodity that is like gold, almost. You know, it's and and it's like okay, if I can just get enough people paying attention at this time of the day, I can really make a business work and make something really cool for Amarillo. But people have to show the interest. Like that's part of you know risk analysis and stuff. Is do people like this? Well, there's a very simple platform to show if you like something or not. Just show it, just you know. It yeah, people just like it, you'll grow, and that's that. Yep, and that's that. Yeah. It's it is funny though, just getting people to pay attention to something is like. It's surprising how hard it is, how difficult. There's so many things. There's so many things. I mean, you can't, you can hardly keep someone's attention when you're sitting in the same room with them, chatting with them. You know, and I'm, I'm guilty as this too, of this too, where I just I'll grab my phone for no reason. No grab reason. My phone, no reason at all, and just. Yep. On my email or my Facebook, and just sit here. Yeah, just that. see what's going it's on. Like multitasking almost, but for nothing. Yeah, like you get half of my attention today, buddy. Yeah, Enjoy and and me technology. like what's crazy is how much money Facebook is making off 
of that impulse just to tap your screen three times. Facebook made money. You tap your screen three times. Facebook made money. It's like pretty crazy the world. Like, I mean, give me an economic model based off of tapping a screen. You know, they've made it. They've built it, you know. It's, it's coming. Yeah, it's crazy. You literally get paid by people just going tick, 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 tick. It's crazy. And, and they're making brilliant. It's brilliant. It's like the best, the best scheme ever, you know. But they've done it, man, because that's the same thing. I, and that's how sometimes I can tell if, if, I'm, if I got control of my head or my mind or my emotions or whatever is how many times I'm pulling my phone out. Why am I so compulsive about this? What am I not okay with? Like, what am I nervous about? What am I, um, did I eat right? Or did I drink too much coffee? Or, you know, like, am I, I don't know. It, it just. Probably bored a little bit. You know? Bored? Why am I, why am I, I bored? Miss, why am I? I feel like I'm going to miss something. Yeah, right? yeah. Because I have all this politic crap all the time, you know. And I like a lot of different pages and stuff. So I'm always seeing it. And there's always new stuff going on. But most people don't even know about you know, and I used to not know about it, and my life was perfect. You know, now I know about this stuff, and so I'm like checking it all the time. You know, Trump says some crazy something, and this person hates him now mm-hmm. too. And it's 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 a soap opera. That's what it is. It is and a I'm soap opera. It, boom, and that's that's the one thing I was like, you know what? I got to get rid of this. I guess it was like a month ago. I said, man, I'm done with Facebook. I'm Dude, serious. just use it. Just use it as the tool it is. You know. Yeah. Like so, just. It is a really good way to communicate with each other, but but stop like too often. I get it in the same thing, but I go the science route. I have all these like I love science and uh, Mars and all these different. I have all these different channels, and as I'm watching it, the shit is way over my head. <laughs> I'm you know I'm like reading about like orbital mechanics or uh, I'm reading about how this comet is going to come through, you know, all these different things that, that these science guys, that's what they spend their whole day doing. But I feel inadequate because I don't understand what they're talking about, you know, but it's like talking about stuff that they do every day. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're a professional at, you know? And, and I think that we get this like influx of people doing what they're professional at. And you think that that's, their whole life that they're just good at everything you know or that all they don't suffer yeah. Facebook are so smart yeah you know, yeah you know how am I what am I you know well that's the thing I don't even use Facebook to like really communicate with anyone mm-hmm. I don't hardly ever post anything if I share anything it's a video that how I old are you 38 38 okay I was really doing a lot of thinking on this uh, recently because uh, whenever I first got on the fire department at 21 we were still hanging out right we were hanging out all we, we hung out all the way up until I was probably 24 Four. Yeah. And then it seems like just kind of didn't hang out for a little while. But anyway, um, whenever I first got hung out or first got hired on, I didn't even have my phone in my pocket. My park, my phone stayed in my locker. Like if 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 I had a if somebody had to come around the corner of the truck and see me checking my phone, they would have like yelled at me, gotten mad at me, been like, "What? Get your head here! Like yeah. get your mind out of the phone!" Sure. And as we say, yeah. but um, but now everything's through our phone. So like, in order for me to check off the truck in the morning or to check off my SCBA, it's through the phone. Yeah. So it, whenever I walk in the truck room, sometimes everybody's on their phone <laughs> sitting there, and it was just like, what a radical shift in culture. Quickly. From yeah, I mean, I've only been on nine years, but but that was twenty one. 
to uh, 29, 20 to 29 for me. And for you, it would have been 31 through, did you say 39? 38. 38, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, roughly from your 30s till now is the, the but it seems so rapid, like that, that changing culture, almost like, I don't know, have you experienced that in like the restaurant world, like with, with the younger generation, or do you feel like everybody's the same? I mean, I don't know, it's been, we've been doing this for so long, it feels like it's the way it's kind of always been, mm. you know, unless you like really start thinking about, you know, I remember when, you know, when I was in high school, everybody wanted to have like a pager, you know, and then you just, you would just dollar number and you'd put, you know. From like a payphone or just from? Yeah, payphone, your buddy's phone, wherever. You yeah, know, you just put a little message you'd, in. You'd have a dash and you'd have a number, you know, like, I don't remember what my number was, but like 42 or whatever. And yeah. like, oh, that's Brandon, you know. Oh. And so I'm going to call Brandon back real quick. And you, you know, that's where the whole 911, you know, call me right away. Oh, like, yeah. This is how you got, there was no Facebook, there was no nothing, you know. This is how you got a hold of your friends back then. Well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dude, that's crazy that's to think. big time, man. And now it's, and I think what's gotten is, you know you can get a hold of anyone anytime. Mm-hmm. You know, like I always answer my phone. Always. Uh, even if I don't know the number, I answer my phone, right? So when I call somebody, they don't answer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, every time I'm yeah, immediately like, bullshit. You're sitting there right your phone's in your <laughs> hand because I'm not stupid. Everyone's yeah, phone is in Yeah, or your, your pocket. It's, it is within reach. Yeah, you don't avoid me. Come yeah. On. Oh, Sting. That's so funny, man. Yeah. Well, and that it is. It seems like it's easier. Shannon and I were talking about this. It seems easier to cancel on people now, because so like versus versus whenever I was a little kid, my parents they had these things that they did, and no one ever canceled. It wasn't like they. I I never remember somebody them saying, "Oh, it's canceled." You know, yeah. but now we'll be, we'll have plans or something and it's like, oh, I'm not feeling well tonight or I'm a little busier than I thought. And they, they cancel, you know, Why is that going on? well, I, I think it's because we can communicate with each other so quickly, you know, like you can be late. And whereas if you're, you know, 25 years ago and you're going to a movie and you're running 15 minutes late. That person's going to be standing in front of the theater for 15 minutes waiting on you because there's no way for you to tell them, hey, I'm being, you know? But now it's almost like a free pass. It's like, I don't have to be there on time. I can just text them and say, I think it's texting. I think, you know, people don't have to face you. Mm. You know, they don't have to talk to you. It's, uh, they can text it. Everything can be, you can text back. They can have time to think about what you said and how they want to respond and, and really do it all politically. You know, yeah. I want to talk to someone face to face. Like, if you're trying to duck or move or, you know, are you lying to me? Yeah, okay, well, yeah. I, I want to know. Can, I want to see you. So, so this is actually one of the things I was gonna I was gonna talk to you about a little bit later in the in the podcast. But we'll get back to that. All right, we'll get back to. I actually got one more. I got the Colfax Half Marathon, Denver, Colorado, um, May 18th of this year. Gonna run it. I'm inviting other people to just. I I don't know if if people are gonna just. I don't know. I don't have no clue if this is going to be like a formal thing or whatever, but I just think it would be cool for people who listen. So that's the only way I'm really putting this out there yeah. is through this ad, you know? So it'd be cool if people that listened would show up up there. And who knows, man? Have a At the end of the half marathon, 
there's a big party and stuff. They got a band playing. They got all this stuff. I mean, it's cool, dude. Like, yeah, it's pretty. It's a cool area. So anyway, doing that. So let's jump in. We are. Ah, that's not even a record. That's 16 minutes, 20 seconds, ending the announcements. So yeah, that's. That was announcements. We were talking about all kinds of other stuff. No, that was just announcements. Okay. So we're about to get into the show. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so give me, give me like. If you were to sum yourself up to an audience of people who have no clue who you are in under a minute and a half, what would that summation be? Dude, terrible question. (laughs) The worst first question. Yeah, that is the worst first question. How does anyone know how to describe themselves, you know, like Well I guess I guess it would it would it would partly be like part of it's who who do I expect you to be, you confirming that, and then the other part of it would be who are you that I would not expect you to be? Um, man. That's a know, big question. It's, Maybe it's, that's... You know, I think that requires a little bit of thought. Yeah. Especially, I, 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 I blew that... At first, it was just like a little like, <laughs> hey, just give me a minute. Like, yeah. Brandon Long. Nice warm up there. Yeah, Brandon Long. Uh, Canyon to, Have you always lived in Amarillo? Uh, no, I was born in Guyman, Oklahoma. Oh, Guyman. Yeah. yeah. Did you make that trip up there? Yeah. Yeah, that was so yeah. fun, dude. Guyman, man, it was a cool little With town. Radio. Yeah, and then the we did the wine. We that was the first time that I was ever drunk off of wine. Did, oh, right, that wine tasting. I don't remember this? Maybe that was a separate trip. No, it must have been. We stayed with uh, uh, Garrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's still a dentist up there. I'm pretty sure he's got yeah. a little family. And, he's rocking it. Yeah, he is rocking it, man. I need oh, to talk God, to that good. guy. Yeah, yeah. I need to talk to him. For sure. But um. Yeah, dude, that's the first time it was a wine tasting on Main Street, uh, Guyman. And I think I was maybe 21. I guess I was 21 because I was drinking. And it was like, yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, and every single booth I went to, I'd drink like four or five little shooters of wine. Oh, and by the end of it, I was like, oh, whoa. Like, I mean, my world was spinning. It was a crazy evening from that. And that was only like, that was like three in the afternoon. <laughs> That's like wine buzz the rest of the day. But okay. So, so not even that deep. Just who's Brandon? You know, I'm just I, like everybody else, man. I'm just trying to get by like everyone else, you know, and, uh, hold on. Sorry. Shirt is messing with me. I know. Man. I get you. Tax you sometimes. Um, just it, it's to, just, I don't even know how to go about that, you know? Yeah. I've never been good at describing myself. Uh, I just want a problem-free. I want to get going. I want everybody to do what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, So if you were to describe yourself by a 90s rap line, what would it be? I always good, think, oh, for me, it's always like, summer, summer, summertime, you know? Hey, that's a good one. Yeah, that, that's like, if, if I were to, like, say... One line from one song that I would like my life to be, it would be that, you know. Yeah. Like that would that just makes you like, oh yeah, that's life. You Especially know? when it's like summertime. So oh yeah, there, yeah. And right now it's a little chilly, and yeah, I know. but yesterday was eighty. Oh dude, Emerald, Texas man, eighty to twenty-five in one day, and then it will probably be back up to eighty. Yeah, it's crazy. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, it's wild. Sorry, I keep ducking this question. Yeah, you're ducking. You're ducking me. I really really don't, man. Well, I'll get, let's start by, I'm going to give a little context to how, to us, to our relationship. So we met at church like 10 years ago, probably, right? Yeah. 
And um, it was funny because I was like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, okay, so from the get go, you know the the relationship sometimes you have with people where it's like the church relationship almost mm-hmm. where it's kind of like hey how are you you know kind of like like almost like a, like when you're a, yeah like when you're a kid meeting an adult there's a little bit of me just being like okay i'm a kid you're an adult yeah. okay yeah hey yeah oh yeah i like baseball blah 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 you know i'm not gonna like tell you that i broke out the lady's window next door you know what i'm saying like you always you have this like this face you put on when you're a kid when you're talking to an adult, I'm, yeah. by kid I mean like ten to sixteen or something like sure. that, you know. And but but so there's certain people that you never move past that with. Like they are always at that little bit of a distance of hey, you're you're we're we're formal in our relationship. Yeah. But I thought it was like with you, Dame. Actually, that whole group, it was like almost like a brotherhood. Like instantly, it wasn't. There was never this like level where it was like hey. um... I can't tell this guy something like there's something right now that I about me that I can't tell this person. Yeah. You know, there was it was always kind of like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, like if I, if I told you something, you would be like, yeah, that that's me too. Like that's everybody. You know, who gives a shit? You know, like move on. Like let's walk on. So um, I would, I never really contextualized that relationship before as being like an adult to a child versus like a brother to a brother. You know, you always have like with your brothers, you have a different relationship than you do with your. You, with yeah, your yeah, you can't get past them. Yeah. But um, anyway, and which I talked in one of my early rambles, like one of my first episodes, about like one of the things that I love about church the most is the random people that you meet. You know, there is no other place in. That I know of, other than like there is like mountain bike community, running communities, climbing, like different I think physical, school, yeah, right, physical. Outside of school, and then when you're going to school, when you're elementary and high school and middle school, you know, it's not. You're trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Know? So I think outside of school, it's like there's really nothing where you're gonna. I'm gonna, I don't, you know, I'm kind of in a bubble now. Yeah. You know, everybody has. Of course, I get a little bit of it with employees mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know. You, it's uh, but church was. You're right. It was a mix. It's the only it was place. Too, yeah, right? it's the only place where you. And then, I think the only problem with it is the uh, the implied belief that comes with the community. Like I think that that's what get actually gives everybody their hang up is um, how much of this is you judging me? How much is this me judging me? There's a certain amount of it that needs to be like, hey, dude, you need to stop doing this. Like, you know, I mean that, and that's just love. Like that's part of being a brother is you, you need to do this chick is not good for you. Get out of this relationship, you know, quit that job, move on, do, do something you love more, you know, like that's part of, part of the community, but it's the belief, like what we think we believe. Well, you know, we were talking about this a little bit the other day and I was saying that, you know, it's everyone, like 90% of the people there were judging me. In my mind. Yeah. Unless I actually actually had like conversation with you for a little while or whatever and I kind of knew who you were. Everyone else you just walked by, they were judging. You know, and I I guarantee you they thought the same thing as you walked by them, you know. I don't know, church was just kind of out of, like I I told you I described it as like like going to a job interview or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you got to kind of, you try to put your best foot forward, you know. Right. And, And it's definitely your blowing it, puffing it up, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was definitely nicer than I normally am every time I went to church. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm a pretty blunt person, and I'll tell people what I think or whatever, and sometimes out of, out of line, or I, I didn't even realize that would offend somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, when, you know, when I went to church, I was on my best behavior. You know, I wasn't going to say anything. See, this is one of the things I love about Kendrick Lamar. And, and really, I guess there's maybe the rap community at large, is it starts asking this question. What are you going to be Friday night, and then what are you going to be Sunday morning? Because the person that – it's you making that decision both times. Yeah. You're choosing to be a certain way, and you're choosing – and it's based off of the expectations that you hold for yourself. So Sunday morning, I expect myself to be like this because that's what they expect. But Friday night, you also expect yourself to be like something – based off of the people that you're around and the circumstances that you're around and you know sure. so so it is kind of it is kind of interesting and I think that's where like discipline comes in with religion is you start realizing that like just like picking up my phone and checking the Facebook just like uh, eating two ice cream bars instead of one you know or just like um, just trying to think of like stuff that I see on an everyday basis yeah. or, you know, or drink a whole pot of coffee. I'll drink a whole pot of coffee sometimes. That's jacking my system up with caffeine. But I'll, I, it's like nothing, dude. And then there's some guys I work with that they drink like three pots of coffee and then they'll drink a pot of coffee with dinner, you know. Wow. And, and then, yeah, it's a lot of coffee. I mean, it's crazy, you know. But it's, it's one of those things where you start realizing like, intention is in everything that we do and I can control that intention based off of my expectations of myself and my expectations my implied expectations of this like greater structure that you give it its shape right it's just a building but you're the one that looks at it and sees a church and sacred ground and all of the, you know you give the place its meaning yeah. it doesn't have any meaning other than that I mean that's that's a good way to look at it, you know. And I think it, it all depends on who you are as a person, too, you know. Yeah. Where you're at in life, you know. Sometimes how old you are. You yeah. Know? Uh, the whole Friday night thing, you know, like, that would have been a tough thing for me, you know, 10 years ago. Because on Friday night, man, I was partying it up. Yeah. You know. And Sunday morning, I was going to church. And nobody would, nobody there would have a clue what I was doing on But Friday see, that's, what, that's what's funny is I think everybody's doing the same thing Friday night. So, like, everybody walks in thinking... Oh, if these people saw what I did Friday night. I think but, a lot of people doing it on Saturday night. Well, yeah, Saturday night. I mean, but in, in reality, it's like... tell what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and to a certain, like, to me, for, for me, if I end up drinking three or four beers, five beers in a night, it's because I'm chilling with a buddy, having a good time, laughing, and enjoying my circumstances. So, yeah, that should be celebrated on Sunday morning. If you're having real connection and talking with somebody and engaging the world, I you think know? it is. I think you are, though. And I think it's just in a different way, you know. You, you hang out with different people in different ways, you know. You ain't gonna you have a beer with your buddies, but you're not gonna have a beer with your minister. Why not? I don't know. I mean, isn't that weird? You're just gonna. You're not gonna just, you know, offer that up. You don't. That's not what. That's not in line. It's not cordial. But see, so that's that's one of the things that's cool about. But you do it a different way, right? You you go you do you go to church and then everyone goes out and eats lunch after church. You meet for coffee later, right? 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 You do your thing. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes you need to give up a bit of that partying. (laughs) 
you know, to actually have a better relationship with the people around you. It is a stage in life. You're just a dumb kid. What did I do last Friday? Nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's me. Friday night was just like my Monday night. I think I watched Beauty and the Beast the other night with my my wife and my baby. Like, I'm sitting there, like, drinking a beer. It's like my beer after dinner, you know, and I'm sitting there sipping it, and I'm, like, looking over, and it's like, this is awesome. Like, this is awesome, you know? Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be partying or doing anything exciting, you know? When people have, they start living their life, you know, and they get married and have a baby, and, you know, most people change, you know, I think the average amount of people change, like, okay, I got a baby and a wife and a Mm -hmm. job, and, you know, time to take it down a notch. But, you know, when you're single, man, it's, uh, you're looking for whatever you're doing, oh, yeah. whatever you're going wherever you're. That's why. That's why there's the uh, the motif of the young soldier, the young warrior in every culture, because the young man is the single young man has nothing to live for, you know. Like he, but but he. So it, it allows him to be very courageous in all these different ways, right? Which is perfect for the field of battle. If you have this young guy who, who is full of love, full of passion, full of power, and has, doesn't have anybody to worry about going home to, it's like football players, you know? These guys are literally crashing their heads together at, like, battering rams. Like, uh, you know those rams in the fucking up in the mountains? that start ramming their heads together. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what we're doing. We just put a little plastic shell around our heads and then we like ram our heads together. The yeah. brand, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Those are, they're, they're, the, they're the workhorses of the civilization, you know? And, it, and I think so often we, especially in our culture, it's like not really the most masculating culture. Like you, um, sometimes, I actually think adventure sports, like action sports, uh, jiu-jitsu, like there's different ways of like bringing it back in. But, you know, they, they, there's something about engaging the world in a very physical way that it seems like the 18 to 25-year-old male has to have, you know. Yeah. And at the same time, he's single, usually working, making good money. It's like that's the that's the breeding pot for disaster right there, you know? Or or success depending on yeah. how it's channeled, it's you know. Person, it's all about the know, person. What you want to do, what you got going on. Mm-hmm. There's so many variables, man. Mm-hmm. It makes people who they are, you know, the yeah. life experiences they live. You know, like just like I said, normal people that have a kid and get married and they're they're done with that. Well, there's a lot of people that don't too. Yeah. You know, nothing changes. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. The kid suffers, wife suffers, divorce happens, and you know, you're going down a, a really shitty road. I yeah. Think. Jordan Peterson. You ever listen to this guy? Yeah, I like Jordan Peterson, yeah. I, guy, I don't listen to him enough, but Man, you really should, man. He's he has the knowledge about so many things. And he gets so deep, like I was listening to something last night, um, and I couldn't even follow it. I couldn't even follow. He was talking about variables, and I, I listened to it for 13 minutes, and I couldn't. That's all I can tell you. He was talking about variables. <laughs> that's it. You know, I think yeah. that was the thing. Uh, I think it said why women like jerks. Oh, I was like, yeah. This could be interesting. Let's see. And uh, I never got the answer. <laughs> I never got the answer. You know? But you're gonna keep paying attention, huh? You're yeah. gonna keep well, watching. Like know, that's he. He's on to something. This guy. Yeah. You know. 
don't know why I brought him up. It was what we were talking about just before that. Masculinity in the, in the culture. I think that that ties into Jordan Peterson. I mean, he's very much uh, a proponent. See, I haven't paid attention enough to speak to him on it. There is one kid. His name uh, is Cole Holloway here in Emerald. If you came to the Panhandle Podcast Meetup, you would probably meet this kid. But he's he's way into Jordan Peterson. Like he, I think he actually just made a trip somewhere, maybe to Austin, or he went somewhere and watched Jordan Peterson speak. Like oh, actually really? went to a, an oh. event and everything. I mean, he's he's way down the rabbit hole, and he probably could talk to a lot, speak a lot to this. He's but, just got really good insight. And, yeah, and even his political views are so down to earth, and they make nothing but sense. You know? Yeah. It's like, how do you not listen to this guy? Yeah. You know, he's been doing interviews with, you probably heard about him in that Kathy Newman interview. Uh, Everyone's been talking about that. It's like the big thing. He's kind of schooled her. Oh, yeah. He was talking about, you know, freedom of speech and why, you know, I think they were talking about like the transgender thing. Um, why should I have to call people something I'm not, I don't know even what to call them? Yeah. And, he, and she's like, well, because it offends people. Well, don't you think I'm offended here? Like, you're offending me in in the search of truth. Yeah. You know? And she was just like, uh... I mean, he, he got her. Yeah. Like, there was no argument, because it was... That was it, you know? Like, you gotta have your free speech. You gotta mm-hmm. be able to say what you want to say, even if it offends people. Right. And that's what I like about the guy. He's so, he's so intelligent. Oh, yeah. It, it, See, I've watched him. He's been on Rogan a couple of times, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where you kind of got in... I don't uh, know where I ended up seeing him the first time. It, he's on Facebook quite a bit too. Like he, well, I see got, a lot of his I videos. He's got over five hundred hours of lectures on YouTube. Really, he's a professor. Yeah, he's a prof- professor in Canada, and uh, he, I think now he's got a new thing out called the Twelve Rules of Life. Mm, and, yeah, a new book or something. Man, it's this guy's onto it, man. Like I think people, you can get a lot of insight from listening to this guy for sure. Oh yeah. So what? What all? Which all podcasts do you listen to? Honestly, I don't. I don't listen to a bunch. You know, Joe Rogan is really the main one, and the people that come on there. Mm-hmm. Like, if I like, I maybe I'll go listen to one or whatever. Like, I like uh, Duncan Trussell, like I said. Yeah. But I, I've only seen him with Rogan the several <laughs> times. Yeah, right? dude, I've he's been on. He's been on Rogan's show like nine or like, ten times or something like, like that. Buddies, yeah. Right? But uh, he, he kind of reminds me of you. Duncan and Trussell does. Yeah, he's got the, the voice. A little yeah. Bit too. Like, yeah, y'all have that. Little yeah, the, different voice. Like slightly, on. almost obnoxious, or yeah. you know, like, that's it. That's actually one of the things that was funny. Whenever I started recording and and kind of making recordings to hopefully turn into a podcast. So this was in the pre-podcast days. Whenever I was just practicing, and I'd listen back and I'd hear my voice, and I was like, oh no. Nope, I can't do that. Never like, I cannot put that out because I sound like a like a maybe like a frog being squeezed <laughs> like, or something. <laughs> like, oh, and then and then I was raised half in Amarillo, half in North Carolina. So eight years Amarillo, eight years North Carolina, and then I've been back here since. So I have like this strange, like weird accent from living in North Carolina and growing up in Texas, and like they're like very similar. I would say accents, maybe I don't know, but but then I say weird weird words, and I'm like, man, I don't need to be sitting in front of a microphone. But it's the only thing that I'm good at. Yeah, you know, I think especially once people get you know used to it. Like I think the first one that I listened to, like that's that's exactly the 
most of the time, I was just like, it was hard getting over. Oh yeah, the way you sounded. Yeah, you know? but yeah. then you know, you listen to a couple, and it's like this is just yeah, you get used to it. Norm, yeah. yeah, you just get used exactly. to it. Exactly. Well, and then that it, dude is the same. Yeah, Duncan Trussell. Yeah, Duncan Trussell. He's even worse. Probably. He says he says he has a the voice of a raspy lesbian, or like a, I think is what he says. He says uh, like he he refers to it like in some of his opening monologues, he'll say like he'll make comments about his voice, and he says like. I feel like or a forty-five-year-old like smoker, yeah. you know, woman, yeah. basically. You know, it's, but it's higher pitch. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, man. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. But so yeah, so just Duncan, mostly Joe Rogan, though. Yeah. So what got even, you? What got you in? Like, what got you into Joe Rogan? Like, it's Joe Rogan. You yeah. Know, and MMA, you know, mm. the announcer for UFC. Yeah. I've always been into UFC. Yeah. You know, so, and that just kind of drifted off into that somehow. When I have downtime, I'll just go to YouTube and, like, see recommended videos and stuff like that. It's usually, I, I don't even, hardly ever listen to, like, whole podcasts. Unless, like, Ben Shapiro, I listen to that whole podcast. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peterson, I listen to that whole podcast. But usually it's just snippets. You know, people find the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And they put it on there, and that's perfect for me. You know, and he's got so many episodes. Oh, dude, sometimes it's hard to sit through three hours of something. And, like, that's what's what's funny is he – so what's really cool about what he does and also really difficult as a consumer of what he does is that he puts so much of it out there. And there's, like – like you said, snippets. So, like, there's guests that he he has on and it's like, shit, I've got to listen to all three hours – because I don't know what part of that three hours is like going to be like the boom, like oh, I understand yeah. something new, you know. Yeah. Um, but then there's other guests that I can listen to it for like two or three minutes. I'm like, dude, I'm sure that there's probably like forty minutes of really good shit in this, but I can't listen to two hours of this. Whenever mm-hmm. I have so many other podcasts when piling up, about you know, aliens. And- Stuff like that. With, with See, that's when I tune in. Videos. That's whenever I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm yeah, that's in. Right up your conspiracy theories. Yeah, all yeah. Weird quantum physical whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, get out of here, man. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta like, go. Follow this. It they is so so sideways, man. Yeah. Like, yesterday, I was watching one of them, and, and Joe Rogan. I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, this guy. He's so good at, at what he does, I and mean, he, you know, he's just. He's himself, no matter what. Yeah. He was, I don't know what he was, he was, they were going back and forth trying to like be funny about something and it wasn't funny at all. Yeah. It was like, I looked at Joe Rogan and I like, like Goober. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Like, it was but, just a moment though. Yeah. You yeah. Know, he, he like went from laughing to, you know, so they were going and I don't even, I wish I could remember exactly what it was. But yeah. It was, it was so dumb. Yeah. And then he just kind of. Straighten his face up, and he's like, "All right, well, let's talk more." About this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of like, changes good it. Transitions. Yeah, he is good at like transitioning. Like that, when you like really look at him, he is the master at what he does, which is gets other people talking about interesting things, and he like knows enough about everything to really get somebody that's interesting talking about what's interesting without yeah. being over your head. You know, yeah, it's he, like a exactly. It's he like follows. a good filter. It's yeah. he's a he's like a filter. You know, and I feel like. Whenever historians look back, there's going to be this whole subculture, you know, like like punk, punk rock was, or like underground hip hop, you know, the streets and stuff, and all these underground movements. But like podcasting is this like sub, it's an underground movement, but I think it's so vast. 
Like, the people that you hear that have listened to Joe Rogan, it's everybody from, like, a 12-year-old to a 70-year-old yeah. who just stumbled across the video, you yeah. know? So it's, like, this huge impact, a multi-generational impact. But he's a 50-year-old man, you know? So he's, like, very centered in those generation, you know, the melding or whatever. That's I don't know. It's, he, I he's think he's, 50. like, 49 or 50. Okay. Yeah. You know he could kick your head off your shoulders? Oh, dude, yeah. Like, no problem. Well, not to mention that he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Like, have you ever done jiu-jitsu? No. I went and did jiu-jitsu, so there's a kid in town named Talis Horta. He's a Brazilian black belt jiu-jitsu from Brazil. I mean, he's like, you look at him and you're like, this kid is a Brazilian. Like, yeah. but badass, really nice guy. Uh, I probably outweigh him by 70 pounds, or not 70 pounds. I bet he's like 170, I'm like 180, so I probably outweigh him by 10 pounds. And I'm used to, like, whenever I wrestled in high school, the only thing I had, I didn't have technique. I just had, like, some some brute strength right. a little bit, you right. know? So I was used to muscling people around, right? Well, in jiu-jitsu, that shit doesn't work. Like, when you start, when you start mu- muscling him, he would just go with it. He's just, like, rolling. It's like silly putty, like trying to grab silly putty. And then the next thing you know, he's, like, choking you out, you know, like with his legs or some yeah. shit. And you're like, how did that even happen? And he would do that on, in a street fight. If somebody tried to fight him in a street fight, he would just choke them out. He wouldn't even throw a punch. He would just relax. He would, you know, grab a hold of them and then just strangle them to death. And so Joe Rogan is a black belt in that as well, you know. Like, and and I'm like, I've only been three times, but I did gi with him three times, and every single time, I it felt further and further away, you know, like. <clears throat> Being were, able, being able to get, right now, so. trying to be able to get into an advantageous position with them, you realize the layers, the strata, the strategy. You know, like he has so many levels of strategy, but so you'd have to get through all these levels of strategy before you have to beat him physically, right? Then when you're on that level, he's a monster. He's in great shape, physically very strong. So it's like, okay, you got to get through all these levels of his strategy, and then you have to get through all the levels of his fitness just to compete, you know? I mean, it, it was cool to feel that level, like, like I was saying earlier when you listen to like an album by Hayden Pedigo, and then whenever you feel like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu from Talos Horta, it's like, okay, there's something else happening to this human experience. Like there's, a, there's another level of productivity, yeah. you know? Well, it's a whole... It's chess, you know. It's it's chess with your body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, there's so much of that going on now. People, so many people are like learning how to do this stuff. And yeah, you can't really be a cocky person not knowing this stuff anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and, and knowing knowing the stuff, knowing the stuff humbles you even more. Like knowing, like knowing that there's a guy that knows how to do that out there yeah. makes me <laughs> less inclined to get into a fight with somebody, you know? And then the guys, uh, a shout out to the Grind uh, MMA gym uh, here in Canyon. Yeah. Um, those guys came over. So one of my three days was, was like a joint gym thing between them and Talos Horta. So... We were all there and kind of wrestled. I met a bunch of those guys. They're all super cool. Yeah. But yeah, it is like the community that it builds is one of humility because there's a there's a stronger guy in the room yeah. that can choke you out. Right. So you're not going to be a dick to somebody 
that you can choke out. Especially someone if you're doing that all the time. Oh yeah. You know when you're getting better, you're gonna get see, God. And yeah. You see the people that are way better than you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if you can't help it, it's on the forefront of your mind. You know, you're out living your life. Mm-hmm. You know, like because Joe Rogan could just mop the floor with most of any anybody yeah. anytime. You know, I mean, even he's totally chill about it. Well, that's what's crazy is you occasionally he'll have a room full of killers. Like literally people that could kill human other human beings like quickly. And they're all just chilling, like having fun, laughing, you know, like not you know, it's it's kinda cool just to he has those Navy SEALs in there and he has some badass dudes. And none of them have ever had I haven't seen one where it's a dick measuring contest, you know? Yeah. But I think that's because in order to get to that level you have to be humbled so many times that when you're there you're just kinda like I've seen I've seen greatness, you know. I was watching a video of him kicking a, a heavy bag, and uh, just I mean, destroying it. it. My mind. Yeah, I'm surprised. I can't believe he didn't like knock it off the chain. He yeah. did this thing so hard, so many times, and doing backspin kicks like to your head. Yeah, you know, he had one of those little rubber dummies, and he was just just laying this dummy's head down every time. It was the noise that it made. Too. It was like, golly, man, Jim yeah. Rogan. No wonder you go around saying whatever you want to. Yeah. No one's going to say nothing to you, man. There's quite a bit of confidence that comes from being that yeah. uh, adept at protecting yourself, you know? Crazy. No doubt. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Dude, I actually got through all of my notes. Oh, cool. And most of those notes, I got through them in the like very beginning uh, announcement section of it. But, so... We were trying to talk about this the other day. So part of this podcast, I was wanting to set aside to promote the Panhandle podcast meetup. And I try to I try to tell people, like, it's not a my podcast meetup or if you're a host of a podcast. It's not like that. It's not like a – but it's just for people like yourself. Like I mean, you when you get – but see, it's, it's a different – like listening to a podcast is different than – it's almost – it's like you listen with more of an intent. Like when you really listen to podcasts a lot, like whenever you got into it, you said Jordan B. Peterson, Joe Rogan, and Ben Shapiro, right? You're listening to those three dudes pretty intently. And then you like almost, it's almost like a download of them. So you can almost speak like them. You can say, okay, well, wait a second. Yeah. Ben Shapiro would say this. And then you can, you know. I wish and, I was a good person like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you at least have context. You at least have context. You can say, okay, I have a context for this conversation that we're about to have, and and we can engage in it. And usually it's fun because people who listen to hours of conversation probably enjoy having hours of conversation, you know. So it gives some uh, place for people to talk. So the the point – and so I was trying to explain, explain this to Brandon the other day. Like I was trying to explain to him like the point of this event, and it was like, so I guess I'm still developing the idea is the is the point. You know, I don't exactly know how to formulate a community around something that is an individual I think you're doing as right. individual. You know, you're doing, just like you said, you know, if something's gonna be popular, it's gonna be popular. If it's not, it's not. You know, people enjoy it, they're gonna do it. That's true. If yeah. Not, if people not, are showing up, then people are showing up. But the hard part of that is, is you gotta people gotta know. To yeah. decide whether they're going to do it or not. Yeah, they got to know what it's going to be or right. what the point is. And I, well, I'm and I think just... that's what I was telling you. How would you tell me about this in to a couple of sentences? Yeah. You know, to tell me what it is and if I want to go or not. Because, you know, when you initially told me about it, I was like, man, 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe. I'm not doing nothing on that day. Yeah. Possibly. But the more we talked about it, the more interesting it sounded. And we kind of got into some other things, too. What it could be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it, it's, uh, it's fun whenever you do start basically saying, okay, what is something that I would like to go to? Like, if somebody else was putting it on, why, how would I want to be there? What would it be about, you know? So that's kind of what I was trying to, I'm trying to go for, trying to figure out. But I'm not exactly sure. I mean, like, like you said, it's like, uh, it's, it, I want to get out of my house for beer, food, art, and conversation with friends, you know, I guess. So that's, I guess, what Art Institute, we got beer. Or we'll have food. Have we'll have music. We'll have music. Yeah. Yep. Have some live jams. So you're, so. you're doing a live podcast out there. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. See, I think that's kind of the, the cool part about it. You know, uh-huh. I think you got to have something that gets them all out there, and then everything else you have is just extra. Extra. You know? you got yeah. A band, for fun. That's extra. You got mm-hmm. food and beer. That's extra. But you're going to listen to you interview whoever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you know. The goal, the goal eventually is to have different podcasts at the thing. Yeah. So, like, instead of me hosting it or me being the podcast, the live podcast, it would be a different show yeah. that would set up their show and then they just record it, you know? Just yeah. kind of like, almost like going to the play or something, you know? Like, you're just going to watch people kind of do what, they're, what they do, sure. you know? So. I think it's interesting. I think, you know, I think over time you're going to figure out more of what what it is and you know how it's going to go you know what I'm saying and you'll just like I was telling you I think it'd be cool to have like a bunch of different podcast people out there yeah and then you you line up a bunch of these higher profile guests you know people you know people that people might know yeah a little bit more oh yeah and uh, they can just kind of move around Uh everybody can get some content everybody will ask different questions nobody knows what everybody else is doing you know and then you got a bunch of stuff for the month, yeah. You know, from these ten different guests that you had in one day, you had like 15, 20 minutes with each one. You know, I mean, I, I just I think that would be really cool. Well, see, know? I think they like people. They do that on on a more corporate level with um, like press, like press uh, days and right. stuff, yeah. where they bring a person through and talk to them, you know, and everything. Yeah, and it's interesting, man. I don't know exactly uh, which direction it's going, but. It's uh, it's been fun to plan out and talk about and try to like get into it a little bit more. On I don't know. It's so the. Have you ever heard of the Liturgist podcast? The what? The Liturgist. No. The Liturgist podcast. No. I think you'd like it. It's it's uh, what is their tagline? Like faith, religion, and science. Or no, lifestyle, faith, and science meet or something. It's it's interesting. Like. I can't remember exactly what they're... That might be their tagline. But they have, like, a guy on there that's Science Mike, and he he, he was an atheist, you know, or kind of went that. And so he's really into science, but he had a couple of mystical experiences that brought him back in, and he's just wrestling with it. Like, what is the Bible, actually? Yeah. You know, what is, what is it that we say we believe, or what is it even to believe, and all this different stuff. So it's really a cool podcast. That does sound cool, because that's the way... Like, that's how I kind of... Like, really started believing in God and stuff like that is from uh, Rob Bell. Bell. Yeah, yeah, and see, so Rob Bell has been on the Liturgist podcast, but Rob Bell has his own podcast, the Robcast. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. It's a I li- that's one of the ones I 
pops up occasionally, and I'll go through. There's a guy he has Peter Rollins on that's pretty interesting. But um, anyway, there was like a large group of people in Amarillo and I'm sure Canyon area that all listened to the liturgists. And like I would ask these because nobody. I mean, I guess I'm kind of a weirdo. I ask like what podcast you listen to, and it was like it popped up a lot. Yeah. Like. Like the majority, maybe 90% of the people really? that I asked were saying, yeah, I listen to the Liturgist podcast or people that listen to podcasts, like really listen. Yeah. And it was like so interesting to me because so much of like what the Liturgist is, is about community. And it's these like things that you act out in a larger community of faith, you know, whatever that means. Um, so it's kind of cool that there is this really large community in a community but none of them know e- about each other. Yeah. They've never met each other. So it was like, that's kind of the concept. It was like, okay, what if this person thinks, okay, I really like the Liturgist podcast. Oh, this is a podcast meetup. I'll go. And they show up, and then there's 30 other people that all listen to the Liturgist. Right. Like, religiously. I mean, we're talking like every time there's something new comes out, they're on it. They're, they, you know, same way that some people are with Joe Rogan or, or uh, like on it. Dot com with Aubrey Marcus and all those guys. Like, they dive into that culture, dive into that world. And it would be cool to, if you had that in the physical world, not just the virtual world of this community, yeah. you know? Well, you're definitely a way to meet a bunch of people like you. Yeah. Right? I wonder if maybe you had to set it up, like, where you have, like, little sections. I thought about doing name tags. I thought about hand, hand, uh, handing out little name tags that you put on. You put and your it, name and then what? Well, we'll say like, hello, my name is. And then you could even do like a pseudonym if you wanted. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Big B or, yeah. you know, whatever. You sure. could just And then you just like throw in a couple of the, the, <clears throat> the podcasts that you listen to. And then that way when you're walking around, you see somebody like Duncan Trussell. Oh, shit. How many guys listen to Duncan Trussell in Amarillo, Texas? I like Duncan Chelsea. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but that's one of my top three podcasts. I really like it. I find it hilarious. Sometimes he'll be saying stuff or doing his ads, and I'm like just cracking up laughing. It's not everybody's cup of tea. It's not every, but I like to meet the other people. Every time I've met somebody in Amarillo that listens to Duncan Trussell Family Hour, I like that person. Yeah. You know, like I, I, well, I think, you know, that's how people decide who their friends are going to be is what you have in common. Yeah. You what know, you have in common. A, you know, a teenager, early twenties, you know, I knew I was going to be friends with somebody if they smoke pot or not. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like if you smoke pot, we're cool, man. You're cool. Yeah. Like, instantly you have this something that you have in common with somebody, you know? Yeah. So well, it's, and it's, it was like, that. like, uh, it, <laughs> it's like Dave Matthews band in high school for me. Like if you listen to Dave Matthews band, you're on the cusp of me liking you. And then do you listen to Dispatch and OAR and, you know, like all there's all these like sub subcategories. But Dave Matthews Band was the starting point. Yeah. Okay, you listen. Okay, so you like this type of music. Now you might come up against somebody that says, well, I like Biggie Smalls. That's like my number one. That's who I listen to or Kendrick Lamar or whatever. Yeah. It almost like it gives you a context of the relationship right off the bat. Like you almost can relate or talk on a different level. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy, man. It. I think it's going to be a fun thing, man. I think, uh, you know, people are going to enjoy it. I think it will get bigger and bigger. I really do. Especially once people realize, you know, exactly what it is. And, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, what to expect and whatnot. Yeah. I think, I, you, you know, what's, you know, what's funny is I think that the majority of people think that they're coming, um, to support my podcast, 
And they're kind of like, so I want to make sure people know it's not supporting me. <laughs> it is kind of. Oh yeah, no, it is. It is. It's. It's. But it's kind of one of those things where I think, like, I hate whenever I'm pitching it to people that they think I'm saying, "Come support me," which it is partially supporting me. But really, what the event is supposed to be about is like building a community around y'all, not me. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? Like, liturgist podcast. What is? It's not the liturgist podcast. It's what everybody has in common that think that listen to that 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 does something for you know, so it's kind of it's something other than, other than, you know. I think that's probably the easiest but, way to get people there though. Like yeah, you know, yeah, supporting you. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's all of my favorite people. Hopefully, will show up, and if all of my favorite people are in one place at one time, then it's a happy Dexter, and and that's really all I care about. Yeah. This is actually not altruistic at all. It's me trying to be happy with myself right. and having all of my favorite people around me at the same time. Drinking beer, that, listening to music. Oh, you yeah. kidding me, dude? You know who you got to get on here? Hmm. Kid. Hmm. This yeah, dude knows a little, a lot about a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's doing this. He's about to start his distillery. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, I do really want to talk to him about that because it, it is interesting him talking about all that. He uh, so. The guy who opened, I can't remember what the one is called in Austin. Do you remember what that distillery is called? No. Anyway, I wish I could plug it because, so one of my, one of my buddies, Brandon, my other buddy, Brandon, he's friends with that guy separate from Kit. So I've heard about this guy now through two different independent sources. Yeah. My buddy, Brandon and Kit. And they both told me about this like distillery down in Austin that's first one to open inside the city limits since Prohibition. And this dude's like basically creating craft like whiskey or, yeah. you know, and, and pretty badass stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely want to have Kid on, man. That'd be cool I mean, to talk about. Else, I mean, he tells everything. Yeah, he does. That's you true. Know, he's got a couple of degrees. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, he's been like, when you talk to him, it's, you'll say something. He's like, oh, yeah, I've done that. Or, hey, yeah, I've been there. Well, and, you know, he took, he came in yesterday, matter of fact, over to Hillside, and he did our, he did a photo shoot for our food. That's the second one he's done for us, you know, and like, he's an amazing photographer. Yeah. You know, I kind of got a funny story about that. <laughs> uh, I had him come do it the first time, and he took all the pictures and did all the food and everything, and he took them home and he did his edits to them and whatever, and I got him, and I looked at him on the computer, and you know, I was just kind of looking at him, and it was like a little bit blurry at the top, but the middle was clear. And the, you know, it was, it was how it was supposed to be, but I don't know anything about photography. And, you know, I, I was just looking at it too hard and like, okay, is this, you know, and I, initially I was like, I don't know that I like this. You know, I don't know that I like that it's blurry right there and it's clearer there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I kind of told him about it. I said, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but can we change this up a little bit or whatever? And he, he was kind of thrown off by it, you know? And so time went by. We didn't change anything. They were all good. They were fine. You know what I mean? And time went by or whatever. And everyone that would see these pictures, like on our website or wherever, would be like, who did your photos? <laughs> like, those are the most amazing photos. That's so hilarious, yeah. And so I, I feel like a jackass. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, he charged me, like, next to nothing to do it, you know? Just yeah. be my friend. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's like, dude, it's great. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. And even just in the last couple of weeks, I've had like two or three people say, 
you know, because we're doing different things. We're about to have online ordering and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And people come like, who did your photos, man? That's like, hilarious. Those are amazing. Yeah. I, I, had a funny, I had a funny story. So my buddy, I was working with my buddy Chris Riley. We were selling water and stuff. And we would go in and, and we would do like a little spiel for the for delivered water, you know, five gallons, pure element. Uh, anyway, we would go in and, and we would hand, we had like some stuff that we would hand him. And he had these cards that were circle, like business cards, but they were circle. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I don't know about these, man. Like it, it's not as practical. It doesn't fit in your wallet the same and blah, blah, blah. And he was kind of like, yeah, I know, but they... I can't remember who told them. They were like, yeah, they kind of pitched it to me. I kind of liked it, you know. Dude, every single person that we handed a card to said, wow, I like this card. Every single person, like after I said like, oh, dude, I don't know if I like these cards. Every single person that we handed it to was like, wow, this is a cool card, you know. It was like, it was just so funny because the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, man, I hope he's regi- I hope Chris is registering this, that I was completely wrong. Yeah. On that, you know, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. But I hope he's registering that because like, no shit, every time we handed him a person a card, they'd be like, wow, night. Like not even just like, oh, cool, you know what I It was like, wow. My nice like, be a coaster. Right? Yeah, well, right. I think. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. It it was like every single person loved it. It was crazy. You know, it was I like. Think, I think uh, maybe you're a little bit like me. I think I just I disagree with people. Yeah. Just, be, just because, even if I agree, like just for just for the conversation or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I always do this. Yeah. And and it blows my I blow my mind sometimes. I'm like, why am I disagreeing about that? I'm with this, but I just want to. I want to disagree with the person. Yeah, it's like a, it's a it's cheap conversation, man. It's like a it's a really good way to get into a conversation is just be like, nope, <laughs> you I'm know whatever. You know? Devil's yeah, yeah, devil's advocate on everything. It is hilarious, man. And, uh, my wife, man, sometimes she'll make fun of me because she's just like, dude, you're just disagreeable. You're not even open minded. Like you like to think that you're open minded, but it's not. You just disagree. You just disagree with people all the time. It's like that's a good point. <laughs> you know, she she you sees right through me. You, you are very open minded. Oh yeah, well, but my wife. You, to my wife, I'm not. Yeah, to my wife, I'm not open minded. To my wife, I'm I'm an idiot, dude. You know? <laughs> Which rightfully so, dude. She knows. She knows too much. She knows too much. She can't. She can't put on the the filter. You know, like. <laughs> so, but I think that's where it happens most, right? With your significant other. Oh yeah. Because I mean, not just thinking about that, you know, Belinda. Like, literally, I can't agree with her on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't fight at home at all yeah. about anything. You know, like cleaning your chores or who's cooking or cleaning. Never, never a fight. It's always about work stuff. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've been doing this a little bit longer, so I have a little bit. You know, I'm kind of cocky about it, and it's going to be my way. And if this don't work out, it's my fault. Yeah. You know, and she'll come up with these ideas. But she's I'll, smarter. She's got it. She yeah. Knows what's going down? You know, she <laughs> knows a, what's up. But yeah, I always got to be like, no, that's not. Yeah. No, this is the better way. That's, the, that's it's like exact same thing with me and Shannon. Like, we'll, but we'll be talking about. You know, we don't ever fight about anything like real. But it will be something like she'll be like, do you you assume you know more than me about this? <laughs> right now and it's like yeah I'm older I'm smarter you know duh and then, and then she'll you know she'll proceed to show me how she knows it better than I know it and it's like uh, I think that's just like the curse of being in a heterosexual relationship like if you're with a member of the opposite sex they will do things way better than you can even imagine doing them 
without even thinking about them. Yeah. You know, just because you're you think differently. You know, you kind of perceive the world. And well, you know, men men are good at some stuff, and women are good at some yeah. stuff, and some women are good at the same stuff that men are, and some men are good at the same stuff women are. You know, but I mean, old majority. You know, men are good at certain things, and and women are good at certain. So things. nobody's good at all of it. That's like that's the key is nobody's good at all of it, and you ha- you end up finding these people that are good at the things that you're not good at because that's a good partnership. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to both be good at the same thing because then and it's hard to kind of muddle through that and see. You know, it's, like for me, it's it's hard to see. I can't see how she gets anything done because she's like constantly she's looking for her keys or her wallet or her purse or her makeup or whatever. You know, and I'm like I just imagine her at work. Doing this, you know, taking an order, got to do these papers and a W-2 for this guy. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, how do you get anything done? But then you look at the overall picture and you can kind of get through all that and look on the outside. And you're like, wow, you're doing so much. Yeah. You know, like she's brought in so much money from, from just doing little things that I wouldn't have done. You know, we're getting like these monthly checks from people who are just, you know, businesses and stuff. They're just ordering pizza like daily or weekly or yeah. whatever. And it's like, it's... I don't know how you're doing this, yeah. but keep doing keep it. Keep doing it. I'm yeah. completely wrong on what I think. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like oh, just yeah. taking care of business, though. That's hilarious, man. All right, we'll leave it on that. Women taking care of business. Women taking care of um, business. So I, I usually end these with a song. So do you have, uh, do you have like a song that's... Do you know and what can, song I've been, I, I love right now? Yes. It's, no, uh, I don't. I don't know, but I'm about to know. You, you know it. It's called Location by... Uh, Khalid or something? By Khalid? I just barely heard this song a couple weeks ago. I think it's been out forever. Uh, Cali? Khalid? I don't Not know. Not DJ Khalid, but the other guy said the K. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll write it down. I'll, I'll pull it. And then, so, right after this, I will play it. So, thank you for your time, Dan. Yeah, that was See, fun. We're going to do it some more. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Get more into it. Yeah, especially if we turn this space into a, into your stu- your studio. Yeah. Man. Oh, shit. All right, y'all. Uh, thank y'all for joining me, and uh, peace out. Send me. Your location, let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Send me your location, let's ride the vibrations I don't need nothing else but you At times I wonder why I fool with you But this is new to me this is new to you initially I didn't wanna fall but you Gather my attention, it was all for you So don't take advantage Don't leave my heart damaged I understand that things go a little bit better when you plan it Oh, So won't you send me your location Let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Location, let's ride the vibrations I don't need nothing else but you I don't wanna fall in love off a of subtweet So let's keep
personal I got a lot of cool spots that we can go Tell me what's the move and I got you I'm only acting like this cause I like you Just give me the vibe to slide in Oh, I might make you mine by the night then Ship me your location Let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Send me your location Let's find the vibrations I don't need nothing else but you Ride, 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 come and vibe with me tonight I don't need nothing else but you Ride, 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 come and vibe with me tonight I don't need nothing else but you Nothing else but you Don't, 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 don't,